The PM Growth Experts podcast show is hosted by Darren Hunter and Dennis Youssef from Inspired Growth Training, who work with PM Growth Experts from around the globe. If you're signing up 20 to 30 managements a month, that's great. If not, speak with us. Hi, everyone. It is Darren Hunter here from Inspired Growth Training. I am with Dennis Youssef. And we have a special guest today. Hi, Sarah. How are you going? Hi, guys. Good. Thank you for having me. Cool. And um, we've got a big show today. Sarah is a big hitter in the world of BDM. Sarah, we've had you on our radar for a long time. But before we get into some details, of course, this is the PM Growth Expert Show. You can listen to it on audio, um, on, uh, on podcast shows, which is Spotify, Podbean, or on the iTunes podcast. Of course, you got this is the video podcast version. And um, just before we get into today, just want to give a big shout out to BMT Tax Depreciation. And uh, what can I say? Of course, very pertinent for Australia. I know our, our Kiwis, unfortunately, are not allowed to get those amazing tax deductions with that. We are able to hear it in Australia. But what can I say? You need to, if you're a BDM, you're out there signing up new business, you need to make sure that every property owner have, has access to a tax depreciation report. Now, for me personally, with my two rental properties, I have my um, two BMT tax depreciation reports done. And I would say each year on average, it's possibly saving me around about $25,000 in tax that I don't need to pay. So I'm just, I don't need to go into the value, but your job as a BDM out there signing up new business, you need to ensure that you're um, making sure your owners have a tax depreciation report, get in contact with the people at BMT and they'll look after you there. But let's just move on now. And again, Sarah, um, really uh, looking forward to today's session and just some uh, amazing stats with Sarah. Um, now, Sarah started as a BDM um, in November 2018. She's based um, and works with Ray White, Glenn Waverley in Melbourne, uh, in Victoria, which is, of course, a state here in Australia. Um, but um, some good stats here. You've, I actually asked you, Sarah, to tell me what's the average um, property numbers that you sign up or door numbers that you sign up each month. And you looked at me puzzled thinking, come on, just, just give me an average figure, you know, as in an off-the-cuff estimate was my was, was the context of what I was saying. And you went to your system and said, well, um, since July 2019, <laughs> I've signed up 17.41. <laughs> That's pretty good. But in that time, your biggest month of 26 properties, your average rent is $550 a week. Now, for our Americans, that's uh, that's $2,380. That's Australian a month. Uh, amazing. And you've signed up this year alone. And we, we're now in mid-June. You've signed up 97 properties. Sarah, you are a big hitter. And you've been in the job such a short time. I would even think that Dennis, and I think you've said, Dennis, you can't brag those stats at this time frame into your BDM career. Oh, no, no, no. Certainly Sarah um, uh, did a lot better than what I did um, in her first year, in, in, if you looked at the comparable of the two. So um, obviously, you know, um, 
you know, she had a, a great coach and I didn't have a coach. So, you know, that kind of helps. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> you know, uh, look, I listed 67 properties in my first year, um, you know, and I was doing leasing just like you were doing leasing as well, you know. So, um, as you know, there's a lot of work in doing both. So, um, I had no idea what to do. You know, I knew I wanted to be a BDM and, um, you know, I love, love that thrive to, to win the business. Now, Sarah, I'm going to strip it back, okay, because the first time I met you is, I think we worked out, it was 2017. Um, I was doing a training day for one of the organisations down there in Melbourne. And it was the second day, but you didn't come on the first day. So it was like three months yeah. prior. And I remember during the break, it was the first break, I had this young girl come up to me, Darren, and she's like, why wasn't I here the first time? Is this the second time you've come? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm back to the wall thinking, hang on a minute, why am I getting in trouble here, right? You know, you, this is all about business growth. I should have been here on the first one. And I caught the passion. It was like, you know, it floored me, right? And I went, this girl should be a BDM, you know? And, um, you know, and I've even got the very first photo we had together. And uh, photo, which was really cool. And it was this shy girl in the photo. But I tell you, once you get to meet Sarah and you start talking about real estate, that passion comes out, that passion to win, that passion to be the best. And it is hard to find, Darren. You know, we meet so many BDMs that, that they talk, right? They want it, they want it. But Sarah, is the, the, she's the real deal. She's the prospector and it's exciting. And, and I've got to say, you know, when she told me that she'd moved across to Ray White Glen Waverley, um, first thing it was, was Dennis, I'm going to be calling you every day. I don't care. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. And I said, Sarah, you've got access to my phone. Go for it. And, and she did. You know, she would call and complain and I would just say something. You'd see <laughs> Okay. You'd hear this silence, right? And then it'd be, okay, see you later. Thanks. Bang. And I was like, that was a quick phone call. <laughs> yeah. but, but she took it on. That was the thing. It's about you'd give the advice, you'd mentor her in something, she'd put it in place, she'd have a rant, you'd say something. And when I say a rant, it's a rant for the good. It, it, it's not a complaint. You know, mm. it's a, oh my goodness, and I lost this business because of this. Okay, we'll follow them up and say this. You know, and, and it was her process of learning, but it was that passion of hating the lost. Yeah. So, Sarah, why real estate? Why did you even get into real estate in the first place? Well, I love talking, first of all. I love meeting people. So for me, it was a chance to really meet people, which in real estate, we get to meet people every day and to be involved in a community. I think it's amazing. You, you work in your area. You get to know everyone that also works in that area, lives in that area. It's, it's something really special to work in a community environment and yeah, meet new people all the time. That's what so I love what, about. What did you do before real estate? I was in retail. So I used to manage a menswear store oh. and um, I had the team underneath me and it was just time for a challenge. Okay, so that's why you judge me with the clothes that I wear, right? <laughs> Now I understand. <laughs> no, no that's, that's awesome. I never knew that, Sarah. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know, obviously, you know, you enjoy being around people. And 
And you're like a lot of real estate agents that we come across those sales type agents yeah. that feed off people's energy. Yeah. You gain energy and momentum from other people's energy, which is absolutely. Really you know, I think just um, all my, my jobs that I've had has always been really about customer service and, and helping other people, whether that was I, I helped guys um, look great suiting up um, or I help investors with their, their investment properties. It's still that customer service, meeting people um, and helping people. It's that whole educational process, right? Which yeah. Is, you know, educating clothes, educating an owner why they should use you. So tell us about your office. Tell us about your area, your marketplace. Uh, you know, if you've got a lot of reluctant landlords, like those owners that fell into, you know, house couldn't sell, going to re um, decided to put a rental uh, tenant in it, or was it, yeah. you know, like how, how's your market and your office? Yeah, our marketplace is, is really good. So we specialise in the southeast suburbs in Melbourne and the Monash area. It's a very attractive area for investors. Um, we deal with luxury homes to apartments. Um, the rent can vary quite substantially depending on if it's in a school zone or, you know, whereabouts in particular in the suburb it is located, especially in Glen Waverley. Prices can, can vary quite dramatically depending on where it is um, located in Glen Waverley. So, yeah, it's, it's a really great area. It's quite diverse, um, but, yeah, massive investment. Um, area. Okay, so you get a lot of people outside of your area buying investment properties in the Glen Waverley area. Um, we get a lot of, I suppose, rent investors as well. So we've got, you know, tenants that are even landlords of ours um, because the schools that are around us, they're well-known schools. So I, I feel like that is attractive to have an investment property that you'll be able to get a good rental return based on the location. Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. So now, earlier we, we mentioned that, you know, um, in your first year you're doing leasing and BDM and now, how exciting is it that you're now going to be able to focus purely on BDM because some awesome news, you, your office is in the process of putting someone in place to help you. That's yes, exciting. so exciting. It's really yeah, exciting. That's really exciting. So, you know, congratulations. Now, you've done really well in your first year you listed over 200 properties that is phenomenal i did i did that is phenomenal so massive congratulations for that so um, Thank you. this year through covid your numbers never slowed down no they've been really good like last month i still listed 23 properties during a pandemic not bad no not bad and the, i suppose the difference between um you and a lot of agencies out there you know, you're doing the online presence, you're, you're doing the social media, you're doing the videos, you know, you're out there, um, you know, pushing yourself, you're making the phone calls. So all of the things where uh, your, your standard office has struggled with and they're not doing the prospecting, you're doing, you're, you are, you know. Uh, yeah. Ray White's obviously a, a great brand and they've, they've gone out there, they're, they're promoting you and you're on top of just having those standard posts, you're doing your own thing and adding your special touch to it. So absolutely. you're becoming that market leader, which is absolutely phenomenal, you know. Thanks. How many properties have you listed so far this year? Uh, 97. Well done. That's brilliant. You know, that is absolutely awesome. So that's a, a, a huge, you know, tick in um, a lot of people's um, minds that, you know, you have been, you know, jumping on and doing it. 
Now, I, you know, how did you feel the very first time that I said to you, Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> Sarah you need to do videos? No, Dennis, right? What was it? Yeah, you gave me a bit of attitude, told me no. Oh, yeah, I was definitely sceptical. Yeah, of course you're sceptical, right? How can you remember how you practiced and how you got used to talking to the camera, talking to the Snapchat. phone? Snapchat. So I challenged Sarah Darren. I said, I want a video from you every day for the next two weeks. Yeah, doesn't matter what it is, whatever you want, just one video every day. Sometimes she'd have a coffee in her hand, she was outside, she was in the coffee shop, whatever. Dennis, I'm doing this. And, and now, what's really funny is I, I, when I see your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories, I see the same videos as what you did. It was perfect practice for you. And I'm going to see your eyes, right? But it's you. And you did so well. Right. So what year did you start in real estate? Oh, I've been in real estate for over six years now. So I think either 2013 or 2014. Okay. So, so the very first day, can you imagine what you know now in real estate? You know, you're about to walk into the office for that very first time. You know, do you remember that feeling of nerves of, wow, I'm getting into real estate? Oh, and, definitely. And as you're about to open the door and you're about to go in, someone taps you on the shoulder, you turn around and it's Sarah today and what does Sarah today tell Sarah in 2013-2014? What advice do you give yourself? Don't take anything personally, especially in property management. Do not take anything personally. Um, but also just to have belief in yourself and especially in your abilities and I think as well, continue to learn and challenge yourself. It definitely, it definitely helps. And get a good mindset as well. Yeah. That's really important. Property management can be really hard and we deal with a lot of different things every day. So I think it's just to, yeah, really keep a, a really good mindset and continue to learn and grow and... That, that's what, what my main thing would be. And, yeah, don't take anything personally. Yeah, continue. Because I to used to. I, it took me a while to, to get used to that. It's not the tenants aren't having a go at you or your landlord isn't having a go at you. It's just it's your job and, and that's part of the job. But we all get there and we get through it at the end of the day. So, yeah, that's what my advice would be. That, Darren, that's some sound advice, not taking it personally. I mean... You know, we've been in the industry for how many years? I mean, Sarah's been in the industry just, um, you know, just as long as myself. And, and you've been in the industry a long time. You know, I've, we speak to people that have been in the industry for, you know, 30 years and we still struggle to take things personally, right? Well, I, I still, think, you know. I think, there's a, I think it's good to say, hey, don't take things personally, but we still do. And I know yeah. why. Because... The job requires more than your 100%. It requires your yeah. whole focus, your whole passion, and your whole heart. You have to be 100% sold out in this to do well. There are other jobs out there where you can literally rock up to work with only half a brain and half a sleep, and you'll be fine. But mm. in property management, you can't. 
So it requires everything. And so you do leave yourself open and vulnerable and something happens, bang, you know. So I think, you know, it's good. I think if people have been able to master not taking things personally, kudos to you. Um, I found, I struggled with that. I I did. Well, we still do. do Yeah, it's common. common. Especially when you are passionate and you do care and you do really love your job. It is hard. But... I think you just can't take that all on board and weigh you down at, at, at night after you've switched off. You've got to be able to switch off. Um, yeah. And tomorrow's a new day and, and you get through everything. So that's my advice anyway. Yeah. Sarah, you put the, the hammer on the, um, the nail there because you are so passionate about it. And I said you're one of the most passionate people I've seen. So when you lose that listing, you take it personally, right? Because... initially initially i did not anymore no no i know initially but when you go into a presentation you are so passionate you're so determined you know you're the best in the marketplace you want to win it so when they don't use you you kind of have this energy that is like why didn't they sign with me and that's a good thing to have yeah that's a good thing to have because you know you'll ring me and say dennis whatever the reason was why they didn't i don't know why you know so and you learn from that, right? So it's a, it's a good passion that you've got. So, Sarah, if you were to go out and start a, a rent roll on your own, uh, start a business from scratch, or or your boss, Pete, rings you up and says, Sarah, I'm dumping you over here and we're going to start a new office here, you know, what do you think would be the three key strategies, the three key things that you would do um, for growth? What would those, the, the three main things? I think... Picking up the phone is has to be number one. And Dennis, you know as well, I'm a big believer in this. Um, the more conversations that you have with people, the more people that you're networking with and talking to, the more not only are you going to become well-known, but you're going to start building those relationships. Not only those relationships, but your database grows. Yeah. So it's picking up the phone, door knock, network they would be my top three yeah absolutely Has to be. darren uh, it's it's not often that we hear somebody say pick up the phone you know social <laughs> media social media will always be in our top three normally she didn't even talk about that right uh, I'm yeah, the one you've just opened up no one no, no one even knows who you are yet on social media you know yeah. you, you've got to start building those relationships and your social media i i absolutely love it but I believe that it helps when you have your social media create social presence in your marketplace. But you yeah. still need to be able to have those conversations and start networking um, in your marketplace to then grow your database and your social presence. Absolutely. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. They're three good points. You know, networking with those strategic alliances, you know, picking up the phone. If you don't, if I can just break into that a little bit more, you spoke about a database. Can we break that up just to help for the listeners? Yeah. You know, who who are we calling um, in, in doing so? Who who are the people that we'd be calling um, to to grow that rent roll to get that business? So going? what I do now, or what I would do if I just started up? I, I think it's the same. I think it'd be the same. So <clears> that's cool. So if you have a sales team, um, purchase a list. They are gold. Yeah. It is, and again, to even help investors before they have purchased an investment property, that's where it starts. 
those purchaser lists. They, they've missed out on purchasing a property. You come in, you start offering your, your services, your knowledge, um, and you start forming that relationship. You add them onto your database. It's amazing. So 100% if you've got a sales team, purchase the list. They're, they're great. Landlords, tenants, um, your conveyances, your accountants. The list actually goes on. And I know that IGT has some great slides on, you know, who you can contact, but it honestly is endless. You can call your family, your friends. It's, it goes on. The list yeah. goes on. Perfect. You know, you hit Builders. the hammer. Builders, developers. It's coming out, Darren, see? <laughs> Just, I, I, I'm really blown away. It's, it's, you know, funny at the start of the, the show, before we actually got on and pressed the record button, Sarah's going, Darren, you're going to edit this? <laughs> and I'm saying, Sarah, no, we don't edit. You just share who you are and it's a casual conversation and you've yeah. got the goods and we knew that. So, uh, um, yeah, well done. I, I keep going to, to, to say the next thing and then she adds another person she'd call. That's great, you know, because <laughs> the, the list does keep going on. It does. You know, yeah, we, and so we have got, I think it's a 24 or 27 page list of people that our members have got access to. Um, of examples of who people could be calling. So, you know, okay, Sarah, so you, you're now been a BDM, you're in your second year, um, you turn up to work on Monday morning and, um, you know, Pete taps you on the shoulder and says, listen, the bank's just rang me up. If you don't list seven properties this week, um, you're going to lose your job. What do you do? Pick up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you, you pick up the phone. You have to pick up the phone. Yeah. And, I, and you know, one week, uh, like I have KPIs, but I think one week I did over 260 calls in in one week. It's, um, like I said, guys, it's just having conversations. The more conversations that you have, it just leads to more opportunities. You can't wait for opportunities that are going to come to you. You need to go out and create your opportunities. So yeah, if, yeah. I, if that scenario came in place, I would be contacting all of my my database and landlords. Like I have really good relationships with a lot of landlords, and even in the short time that I've been with Ray White on Labelly, um, I've got landlords who I call my friends now. So they would be the first ones I'd be calling. Who do you know? Who's got an investment property? Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely picking up the phone. So you, you, you mentioned about the, the 200 odd calls that you listed and I, I, I do remember you did that and um, it was something that I shared a lot in a lot of presentations that, you know, you're doing it. And I often do bring you up, Sarah, and, and talk about you just so everyone who's listening and they remember me talking about Sarah, this is the Sarah that I was talking about, you know, because it's the calls. Countless times you've called me up and said, Dennis, it's it's dead. I've got no pipeline. I've got no leads. And I'll say, so what are you going to do about it? Oh, I'll pick up the phone. I'm going to make some calls. And then two weeks later, I am so busy. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's it does. a rotation. It does. It's a rotation. Yeah. And it's, it's good, right? And, you know, what's really exciting is, you know, you've got someone that's coming in that's going to help you now. So you're going to be a lot more fluent in being able to continue doing those calls. So, you know, I think it's amazing. I think it's exciting that you're going to be able to pick up that phone, um, you know, more often. I think it's brilliant, you know. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. about being um, consistent. 
and that's one thing that you guys have taught me. Um, you know, you follow up procedures and just staying true to, to our techniques and, uh, you know, everyone's different, but I guess follow up is really important. And thanks to you guys, you've helped me in a lot of situations. And I remember Dennis initially, I think I called you after an appraisal and I was in tears and he's like, and I was in tears because of just how this appraisal went. I said, I just wasn't feeling it. And Dennis said, just follow your procedure. Do what you usually do. You send your follow-up. And I did, and I ended up getting that listing. So it's just follow what you you know and having that belief in yourself too. I'm going to just jump in here, Sarah. One of the things that you're hungry to learn and you're hungry to learn more, move up to the next level. One of the things that I have um, have watched you with is, Dennis, with our IGT exclusive membership, with our webinars we're doing at the moment, like every two weeks, we're at the moment going through our series of Grow, Influence, Dominate and how to grow you know, in these times. And Sarah, your name regularly comes up in that webinar. You're there, um, you know, you're partaking, you're watching, you're learning. Um, you haven't just gone, well, I know it all. You're, you're always soaking up our coaching and our teaching and you're implementing it. And now you're getting all these results. And Dennis, I just wish everyone that, um, that attends our training or, you know, uh, watches our webinars actually went and implemented because they'd be blown away at the results I get. Absolutely. Yeah. Not only does Sarah get involved in the training and, and do it and, and continually to chase us, right? We, we can't help if people don't call us right? We don't know to help a person unless they reach out. And Sarah's not scared to call the coach, right? <laughs> now, I actually get in trouble if I'm not coming to Melbourne so Sarah <laughs> can grasp us even more because not only does she want us on the phone, but she wants to hang with us and continually learn from us yeah, yeah. and attack our brains over dinner or drinks or whatever the case, you know, because when we do travel, we'll, we'll organise a dinner and get other BDMs around together. And, and yeah. it is invaluable. It's about learning, continue to develop as much as you can because it's those times around, whether we're standing at the bar at the hotel or at a club, wherever we are, those points and times can be the most beneficial in when asking questions. You know? I think, Dennis, um, you, you would agree. I think that if there's anyone out there, you know we're coming to your area, we, you know that we're travelling to your town or whatever, and you're hungry and you're wanting to learn and you want to seek us out, we will give you our time. And oh, we've always done that. We'll always feed the hungry. Um, we're yeah. not interested in working or helping anyone that's really not interested in helping themselves. There's a lot of people around like that. But if you're hungry and you're genuine and you really want to learn, um, we are all ears and we're all there to help you um, and give you whatever guidance um, and we'll give you our time. You know, it might, you might need to take us out to dinner or something like that or whatever. But at the end of the day, we will make ourselves available. And you guys are... Are so great over the phone and through the webinars and the videos that you do but um, anyone that is watching and do get the opportunity to meet you guys in person it is invaluable um, the the amount of the amount of things that I've learned from you guys but just having that one-on-one -on -one time with you as well and whether that was at the conference too but if anyone can come and see you guys when you're in their town definitely you have to do it yeah, cool. And I like mocha. I like short blacks. I like piccolos. Martinis. <laughs> Martinis, espressos. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, <laughs> we'll keep moving on. We could, we could look, 
I mean, you can see there's there's amazing synergy that you've got, Sarah. It's easier to have a conversation with you. Um, you know, no doubt that, you know, that passion comes out when you're talking to an owner at a property um, or whether it's over the phone, whatever the case. You know, I know that you've spoken about picking up the phone a lot. You know, what do you think would be, you know, um, your key growth strategy that would bring in, you know, roughly 80%? So if you're listing, you know, 20 properties a month, you know, you know, what would be that 16? Where do you think they would be coming from that you focus on? Um, so referral business would be, uh, you know, I'm really lucky I, my office and the people that I work with and our alliances um, do feed us a lot of clients, um, which is amazing. So a lot of the, the leads or I guess you can say that I end up listing do come from people that work within our business, which is amazing because we're, we pride ourselves on our customer service. They recommend us, and it's great that other people recommend us. But the the smaller portion would be um, from yeah repeat business from current landlords that I've helped. Okay, so I'm going to explain that a little bit for everyone because when you first started, um, you weren't getting the leads from the sales department. Okay, but but I remember the calls. Dennis, I'm not getting these calls. I'm not feeding me leads. It, it took you to build relationships with these people before they gained trust in you. You didn't rely on them. You kept on chasing them, hounding Correct. them, calling them, meeting them. That's the key. Even though it's under the same umbrella, you still had to build those relationships with them. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I don't want people listening thinking it was as easy as how you've explained it. It's no, 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 no. for you now because you created those relationships. Yeah. You know, so, you know, for those BDMs out there, listing agents, you know, just because you've got sales agents in your office doesn't mean they're naturally going to refer that business to you. You've still no. got to put in the yards. You've still Absolutely. Got to... And that's, that's what we're talking about, you know, following up. Um, we've got IRE, BDM. My first listing with Red White Glen Waverley was through IRE, BDM, and I ended up getting 12 properties through this, this one landlord. From IRE BDM, so it is yeah building those relationships and having more conversations with people takes time. You have to be patient; it doesn't happen overnight. And no. my boss, he did teach me that. He said, "Be patient, Sarah. It will come." And um, definitely was some great advice because it does. You just got to put in the hard work at the start, and then you'll get there. Mm. Yeah, perfect. That's good. So, what what do you think? you know, is the, you know, your key point of difference, you know, that, um, you know, I know that you're part of the franchise group, you know, but mm -hmm. what would you say is the key point of difference that makes your office stand out from the rest? I can't really pinpoint to one. However, I would say that it's me. I want the business more than, than anyone else. I want to build that relationship with that person um, anyone else. So I do believe that it is me. That's my point of difference. No, no other office in the area has me. Yep. I can't duplicate myself. Um, however, in saying that as well, we've got a really amazing structure in our office. We've got great procedures in place um, and our team is amazing and we all work really well together. So if you can align yourself with a business that shares the same passion as you, 
um, and has the same values and beliefs, then that's your point of difference. That's good. You know, I mean, like I said earlier, no doubt that when people meet you, they see that passion. They see that, you know, you're, um, you know, you stay in contact with these owners until the tenant is being put into the property, which is great, you know, as well. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a good point of difference on its own. Um, so well done. And the follow-ups is a, a massive key, you know. Yeah. Um, as much as that we may have said to you, you know, do it, you did it. You know, so many people go to training and they don't implement. You know, like going to a conference is an example, Sarah. You know, it's not like a concert. You know, you go to a music concert, Darren, you know, when you're in L.A. earlier this year because you went to L.A. Mm -hmm. and Dennis stayed in Australia. It was and last year, Dennis. October last you, year. <laughs> no, no, you, you went to a conference this year, right? Oh, oh conference. Australia. So you're talking about L.A. Uh, concert. Uh, conference yeah. this year, yes. Now they con but you went to a concert, right? Mm -hmm. Now, that concert you went to, you got excited. You loved it. You I went, did. okay? But there was nothing to implement. Right, you came home and, and you liked it. I remember you shared the experience with us. Whereas a conference you go to, yes, you get the buzz like a concert because you're meeting like-minded people, you're meeting the speakers, but the secret is actually implementing when you go back. And you'd be pleased to know I was actually going through all my notes uh, from that conference just the other day, going through it again, because I wrote all my notes out into a big plan, business plan, and that plan is constantly in my face with the... Uh, what needs to get done, but you're right, without, you know, there's no use going to these events. And then as you know, I get a bit antsy in, in inspired growth training. If we're talking about individually going to conferences, um, it's, it's not about going to the conference. What are you going to do about it when you get back and what's going to be yeah. implemented into the business? Because the last thing I want to know is, is our business uh, funding um, us going to learning and we do nothing because we get too busy when we get back. Oh and, no, yeah. Always got to implement. Mm. Absolutely. Darren, I better let you ask some questions. Well, okay. Um, I think it's fair to say, Sarah, you've got the strategy that most of the people that you would sit in front of at a listing presentation, you've already built the trust with, correct? Yeah. Yep. And so, but you would, you would from time to time be in front of people that would be um, a cold leader, anything like that, that perhaps haven't had the relationship build up that you've had. I, I would assume that would be the case. And w w but anyway, it doesn't matter even if it's a really good um, uh, owner that you've built trust with and you got the warm and fuzzies going. People still like to do what I call the dance. They yeah. want to. You're in real estate. Um, I can't go down to McDonald's and bargain on a Big Mac, and I can't go down to Kmart and bargain on a, a T-shirt. But you're in real estate, um, so let's dance and let's have some fun. So we're going to negotiate. That's their attitude. So when they come in and say, okay, Sarah, if you can match your management fee with the RLR agent down the road, what, what's your comeback? What's your response to that to, uh, to, to be able to get full fees? So there's never the same response. It'll never be the same response. One, you're dealing with different people all the time, um, but... I believe that if you believe in yourself and your worth and your company, then you're not going to negotiate your fees. And we talk about this all the time, guys, anyway. If you truly believe in your office and your abilities and what you do as, as an office, you won't negotiate your fees because you value your worth and you want to provide the best service to your clients. But generally, if someone would say to me to match the fees, I would ask them. 
who, if, if fees were the same, so if they charge the same as me or I charge the same as them, who would be your preferred agent? And see what they say. Well done. Most of the time, they would say me. Then you would say, well, I think that I'm worth the whatever dollar amount it is and break it down for that landlord. Because if I'm the preferred agent and they're just trying to negotiate over $4 or whatever it might be a week, you break it down to them and you explain to them why it is that we charge what we charge. So and it's fair to say then if, if you get the response of the other agent is cheaper, you're, you're obviously going to be breaking it and using it and spinning it the same sort of way. Would you use that same method? Uh, yeah, and it's just going back to the, what we do. I'm sure the majority of BDMs would know what other agents are doing in the area. Well, you know, my job is to, is to be able to know what other real estate agents are doing. And um, we're really proud of what we have achieved at our office in terms of our structures and procedures and technology that we've implemented as well. So it's really knowing your worth and showing landlords why you charge what you charge. So have you done secret shopping? You said you know your competitors. Have you done some secret shopping on your competitors? Um, I've had great relationships with a lot of people. So they, I have had people that have told me their experiences or I've also had listings and I have got the, the business over another agency and they've given me feedback. I mean, feed, any feedback is good feedback. So, and a lot of people, they will be open about it or... Um, yeah, I mean, I still lose listings sometimes. We don't get them all. And I get constructive criticism as well. And because like we've spoken about, I want to continue to learn and develop and continue to do better. So it's um, important to know what is happening with other agencies as well in your marketplace mm. and what, what makes your office different to other offices or what makes you different from the other BDM at, at the other office. So, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's, um, yeah, look, it, it's, it's, it's awesome having you on here, Sarah. And again, you know, it, it's, um, it, it is a privilege to have you here. You've got so much to give and no doubt so many people are going to be, you know, listening in on this and, and being inspired from it as well. So, Sarah, what are some of the, the, the KPIs that you've got in on place on yourself that you put in place? Like, you know, um, uh, whether it's, you know, a hundred phone calls a day or what it is, what, what, what have you got in place that you set um, to keep you going and keep you on track? Uh, 200 calls a week mm -hmm. um, as a KPI and at least one appraisal a day. There you go. I mean, that's awesome. How many people right now, Darren, will be going, I can't do 200 calls. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to say the same thing though. Ask my boss. I used to say the same thing. I'm like, that's way too many calls, but it's not. Once you get in the rhythm and you get into your routine, then you know you start being confident in your calls. It just comes naturally. Is that, is that 200 calls of people you've spoken to, or is that just 200 calls? The fact that a lot of people you couldn't get hold of left messages with what? Just you, anyone. You're looking to to make just pick up the phone 200 times. Is that the goal? 200 times conversations. I really honestly think that um, if you are just connecting with people and having conversations with people, they that's when that relationship starts. And you are front of mind. If you keep having conversations with people, you will continue to be front of mind. And they will think about you next time they're at a barbecue with their family or their friends. Oh, this Sarah girl called me this week from Ray White from Lately. It's just those little things that they, 
they do add up. Yeah, that's awesome. So, Sarah, uh, something that we haven't brought up, you were actually a finalist for our BDM Award um, at the conference last year at Inspired Grove Training 2019. I was. Uh, yeah, so which is which is really exciting. I've got to say one of my favourite photos is when our photographer snapped us taking, taking a, a photo. photo. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that. Photo. Yeah, that was good. That was a good picture. Yeah, it was awesome. So, you know, but, um, you know, let me ask a question. Sarah, what is your growth goal that you've got set out for 2020? What is it? Is there a growth goal that you've got in place that you want to do? Um, you know, what is it? What's your growth goal? So I had, I've got a few. Because I don't just have one goal, I have a few. Um, one of them was to help 300 landlords this year. That was a goal that I did have um, set for, my, for myself. Awesome. Um, also to become more connected with my database. So my database is, I suppose, like, you know, my, my baby. Yeah. I, you know, will want to continue to build those relationships with my, my database that I have. And another one was just get... Sarah Sincotta, no, through my social presence. So, awesome. can we add something to that, Sarah? Because I've got to say, hey, you did already send me a goal last month to do a video every day, and I'm pretty sure I nailed that. You did, you did, you did nail it. You did really well. We also set you a challenge to um, tag IGT in um, some posts, which you also did. I also did. You came so close to winning it. It was I like an know. hour. It was like I even messaged you saying, who, who's the winner? Yeah, we held off on that one. But um, Joe Natoli actually won that one. Amazing. Now, um, I've got something else to share. It's actually a goal that you set. And um, you did set it last year. And you've achieved it this year already. I did? Where do you live now? Oh, I bought my own house. Well, I had two goals, actually. They were personal goals. I had two goals this year. One was to buy my first home and another one was to go to Europe. And I did book in to go to Europe and I was meant to be going on a plane at the end of next month and unfortunately that didn't happen. So I did hit my two personal goals this year. Which is absolutely amazing. So congratulations because growth isn't just about what we're doing at work. It's about our personal growth, our inner being as well. And, um, and Sarah, I know that your mental health is something that you keep track of as well. Um, you know, you spoke yes. earlier about, um, you know, having that break from work to, you know, um, being able to turn off, switch off. You do a great job of switching off. You know, yeah. obviously we've, we've become friends, okay? So I see you know, your personal posts, etc. I often comment on it and I think it's great that you have that, um, the outage outside of it, um, which is good, you know, so well yeah. done on that. Yeah, Thank it, you. It's it awesome. So, um, yeah, back to you, Darren. All right, so <laughs> let's just wrap this up and one more question, Sarah, you're on stage, you're speaking, let's just say you're speaking to BDMs and business owners that are focused on growth, you're at the Inspired Growth Conference, you are speaking and you've only got one minute. What's the most important thing that you would say in one minute? To other BDMs? Yeah, other people that want to grow. What's the most important thing you'd say to them? Um, definitely get in line with an office that shares the same vision as you and the, the same beliefs. Um, really important. Like I have a really good relationship with, 
my team and my boss who share the same vision that, that I do and want to support me personally in, in my growth and professionally in, in my growth. So I think that's really important to surround yourself in an environment that's going to help you as well um, to be able to be the best you can be in your career. And just to be confident in your abilities. You know, we are all we all have our strengths and weaknesses, but I think you need to really focus on the, the good and that you're helping so many people. And I think that's what what makes me so passionate is I mean I remember every day that I'm helping someone. I'm helping an investor with their investment property. That's for me. That's why I love my job. It's helping people every day. So if you can be passionate about that and get out of bed in the morning and go, today I'm going to be helping someone, that's amazing. That's awesome. That is a great strength to have. It well, is. Let, let's, um, let's wrap this up. Thank you. And Sarah, you've given me your email address for anyone that does want to ask any questions or anything like that. Um, you can email Sarah at uh, sarah.com. Sincotta um, at raywhite.com. I got that right. And uh, S A R A H dot uh, Sincotta is C I N C O T A at raywhite.com. Or just get involved with our group. We've got Sarah, we've got many people like Sarah who are really keen to grow. We've got um, star BDMs in the inner circle. So go to the um, IGT Inspired Growth training facebook page join group or just go to the um igt inner circle facebook group there are three questions you must ask if you don't answer the three questions unfortunately you cannot pass but Dennis uh, will not let you in <laughs> we'll boot you out but we because we, we're very protective of who we let in the group um, we do have the odd wolf that may try and get their way in or have other motives. We must know where you're from. We can check on your profile. We can see who you're working for. Um, we know that you're, uh, you're the real deal and uh, in you come and be part of our uh, quality community. Um, for people interested in property management and growth. So, Sarah, that was one of our best podcasts that we've ever done. We knew that would happen with you. You're certainly one of the best BDM uh -huh. raiders we've ever come across, um, Thanks, and hence why you're on the show today. So thank you so much for your Thank expertise. you. Um, your attitude is awesome. Your giving is wonderful. And uh, we just want to say thank you very much. Thank you guys so much. No problem, Sarah. Again, amazing having you on here and thank you for your time. And, um, you know, those nerves that you had at the beginning of the, you know, before we hit record, where are they now? Like, you know, um, you just... What such a I didn't have nerves. <laughs> <laughs> awesome work. Okay, thank All you right. very much, Sarah. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.